Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to I Don't Know But with Ugridi Gogo, where I serve you with tips of truth, a side serving of life lessons, ample amounts of encouragement, garnished with laughter. It's always good vibes here, good energy here, so stay tuned. Hey guys, what is good? Um, yeah, it's so good to have you guys back. I'm so excited. Another Meet Knuckles episode. Um, how are you guys doing? For those who are watching this for the first time and asking themselves, why is she wearing a headscarf? It is midnight. Do you understand? And we're here to just... Um, today's topic is going to be a bit, a bit different. I always say that, but you know me, I always deliver. Um, but this one is a bit more serious, so I think I might just tone it down on the humor because i want to address something very very important that i feel like people need to discuss or have conversations about i mean we've started having those conversations in um 2020 but i feel like we need to start having those conversations in the right places and i'll kind of like explain the places well we're not right places but in some important places rather than right places and i'll explain why i'm saying that right okay so there's a movie i was watching with my family last weekend i think um it is the movie citation um it's by kulia falaya you know it, it was adapted from the sex for grades investigative journalism by bbc you know um and just addressing um the sexual pressures that young girls face in university from lecturers and you know the sexual assault and rape and whatnot just the story behind all that um, negativity that you know women face in the workplace and in different places um i believe that Kuli Aflana did you know a relatively good job you know he featured Timmy Otelola and Gabriel Aflana and it was really good for a first acting gig for Timmy she did well Okay, um, enough of the um, <laughs> enough of the praises. Now let's go into why I'm I'm talking I'm talking about this. Um, that movie there was a scene there. I remember that. Um, obviously, the teacher was trying to rape the student, and um, I remember just that scenario of her being in his house, and you know, just her being there somebody in the house made a comment and said she's tempting him now she tempted him that's why now why would she stay late and then everybody had gone you know but just so i don't pull any spoilers but i have to say this one you know the babe had to stay behind because she had eaten something so she, was, she had like food poison or something you know her stomach was wrong so she, she just used the bathroom and that's why she was um there later than others and she came out everybody had gone um so um you know, another person made that comment that she tempted him now. I know I know he also made the comment as well, saying, You want me, you want me, the way you dress, the way you come to me, the way you ask me questions, and you know all that. And I looked at the person, you know, just so that I keep everybody's repetition at well, not so that I keep their repetition, but so that I don't um insult anybody. <laughs> um I was like, no, 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 she did not tempt him. How, why, and how would you say that she tempted him? And then, you know, the person kept quiet. And that just triggered something, an experience. So I said, okay, let me share this experience so that um, 
we can understand this rape culture and understand how it transcends what a woman wears how she acts around a man and all that jazz okay so let me share my experience um i used when i was a copper um, i served in abuja fct i um used to go for a fellowship on Sundays, you know, so, and where I lived on Sundays, um, where, where I lived actually was, um, I lived in a place called Katampe, and, you know, um, the fellowship was in Maitama, and for you to go from Katampe to Maitama, you can get an Uber, this straight ride, right, but unfortunately for me, Ubers were not coming my way, I don't know why, it was a difficult time, but if you can't get an Uber, you can get something called an along. Now, along is like a bus, but it's a taxi. So it's like bus service in taxi form. So you can share the taxi with people. So what it is is that you flag the cab and then you join the people in that um, taxi. So that's why it's called along. You're going along with them and they, and they drop you along the way, right? So um, I got into the this taxi. I don't usually like alongs because I just prefer just being in an Uber by myself. So I got into this along and then I um whew, I got into the along, I stopped at the overhead bridge. So um the along doesn't take me exactly to where my fellowship was. So I had to cross over a bridge and then either I walk to the fellowship place or I take a cab and the cab so when I cross over the cab will drive um, down a long road, do a U-turn and then drop me at the fe- um, where the fellowship guys met, right? Um, I I got into the along, dropped at the bus, um, dropped at the overhead bridge, walked over and then I saw the taxi there and I was like, oh please, can I, you know, can I get this taxi to take me to the place? And it was so cheap because it was you know, relatively close. but. If you walk it might be long and if you're not really a walking person then it's gonna be it's gonna be a problem right so I remember um, seeing the first guy there and I got into his taxi because he told me it was going to cost me about 300 naira or something so I was like, okay that's fine I got into the cab and as we were going we saw a woman and this man goes this woman is so beautiful she's so you know pardon my French but she's like she's so effing beautiful and I was just like uh, why is he emphasizing on this woman being beautiful but I mean just normally when I get to a cab I put on my airpods and I just oh I didn't have airpods then I put on my earphones and then I um just started listening to music right so I put my music on and we started the journey and he just kept up emphasizing how she was so effing beautiful so effing beautiful and I was like what is what what is the problem and that's how we were on the road. Now, this road on a Sunday, because and on a Sunday evening, it's relatively lonely because there's nobody on this church service. There's no church service, or there are no cars parked on the road. And because there's a church there, I, I, I used to go to that church. It was an Anglican church on that road. But then by the Anglican church, there was a new building being built. It was incomplete. There was a lot of grass there. So I remember um, us going down that road, trying to turn, right? And I looked over at the man, you know, just to, I mean, just look, I'm just, I'm, I'm with my earphones on and I'm looking, you know, and I look at him. And as I look at him, I realized that this man had brought out his um, penis and 
he was literally masturbating he was going in and he was emphasizing about how it was doing him to you know f you know he kept on using that what it was doing him to you know have sex and everything and i was afraid because we were on a lonely road and anything could have happened now this is me going to fellowship wore skirts i was literally going to church to come in with the father and i and i experienced this on my way there and um you know i got so scared and i was like should i scream but my own is that if i scream would he pack and do something will he violate me do i act like i can't see what is being done beside me but this man is literally violating me because i'm i can see what he's doing and I felt so violated by this experience and once he dropped as in when I say I was praying once that guy did that U-turn and he dropped me I ran into the fellowship and I held my friend's hand and I was shaking and I, I'm thinking maybe my friend thought that I was you know experiencing the Holy Ghost <laughs> I was in I was in shock because what if what if that's exactly how I thought I was like what if what if so the reason why i'm telling this story is because um of that comments made by somebody as we're watching the movie you know that she tempted him you know now my question to you is how did i tempt that man what did i do do you understand like how did i go about it did i did i walk seductively down from the bridge did i say something to him because i was dressed properly i was going for fellowship and you know that caused me not to go for fellowship for I, I, I stopped going for fellowship for like a month because just applying that route was just traumatic for me it was traumatic for me um and the reason why i'm saying this is that rape is not about the victim it's more about the perpetrator than the victim it is about the wickedness of the heart of man so when we um police the way women dress when we police what they do how they talk how they carry themselves because i mean because of the dysfunctional world we live in, the first thing that came to my mind was how was I dressed? I was questioning myself, I was looking at myself, how was I dressed? Did I give off something to him that made him think that he could do such a thing to me? Do you understand what I'm talking about? We need to address this thing at its root cause. It is the irresponsibility and the wickedness and the vile nature of man. That is why this happens nobody tempted you i think there's a scripture that says um i am james chapter 1 verse 14 says you are tempted by your own evil desires you are tempted each person is tempted by their own evil desires and not by a woman's black bra sticking out of her shirt because then if you say that it's by her black bra sticking out of her chest that means you are saying you're an irresponsible dog and I feel like that's how um, people, we have trained people, young women, to think that these things happen to them because of how they were raped. In Nigeria, I think this year, this year, there were a lot of rape cases. Like we saw, I mean, there has always been rape cases, but now we saw them at the forefront in the news. And one of the most prominent ones was the story of Uwa. And what happened to Uwa? Uwa was raped in a church. Uwa was raped in a church. So just the fact that the women are not safe and we are still preaching this um, 
purity culture that is killing women is disheartening to me because the rapist does not know who good girls are. He doesn't know the difference between good girls or bad girls or there's, there's no there's no there's no difference. A woman is a target. That is how just like a lion. Anything is prey. Anything is prey. It doesn't it doesn't care what kind it doesn't care even if you're the you're the king in your own group, you are prey. You are prey. So I think that's really like something that um just really like upset me upsets me about discussing rape issues. Stop policing women's bodies. Like literally. Stop. Stop. It's 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 ridiculous. It's ridiculous that I had to think about what I must have done when it's clear. Just that even a blind man will know that I didn't do anything. It's it's ridiculous. Um, there's a quote that I saw in a friend's blog blog post. I will put it in the link in both my YouTube and um, whatever links, whatever means you're using to listen to this podcast. Um, he wrote an article about it, and it's by Michael Olashope. He's, it, the title is "A Woman's Body Is Not Sin." I think you should really sit down and digest it because he does proper exegesis on understanding this purity culture how it is failing us and just the next steps you know things that need to be done um there's a quote that is by a lady called lady k clean she's a former christian who is a critic of purity culture just like he states in his blog she says while boys are taught that their minds are gateways to sin, women are taught that their bodies are. So there are silly things that they preach in church where they say men are very imaginative and visual beings, which is funny because I'm very visual. One of the things that you know God delivered me from when I was when I started to walk actively with the Lord was my mind. My mind was filthy. So there were things that I hadn't done physically, but I had done them in my mind. And the Lord needed to wash me off that, um, of those years of dirt. So if I now tell me that men are visual, and I'm thinking, but I'm visual. I'm visual. I'm as in, even as a creative, I see things before I, I see things in my mind before I see them physically. So what kind of silly excuse is that, you know? You're, you're, you're teaching boys that they don't have a control over their body. I remember when I went to a pastor's wife's house, you know, one day, and she told me that um, the purity of my oh god, she said the purity of my relationship, right, is dependent on me. So if I'm dating a man, the purity of that relationship is dependent on me. And I was like, ma. I'm dating him, I'm not, I'm not a dog. He has a say as well. He was also determined in his heart that we will use this relationship to honor God. Do you understand? That I would I would stay away from things that will learn me to sin. Do you get what do, um, do you understand what I'm saying? How would I take on the burden of making sure that my relationship is pure when I'm not dating a dog or a pig? You know, and she I asked her why she said she said it's in their nature. This is the pastor's wife I'm talking about, guys. Who, a pastor's wife is telling us that it's in the nature of a man to be a predator. So I'm just thinking about how many how many years of unlearning men 
need to go through. I'm telling you to actually be men who God has called them to be because you have been taught this for long. You have, you have been taught that you are a predator for long. You know, so poof. I didn't even know that it was going to like get to me like this, but um stop blaming the women. Stop blaming the women. Stop blaming sexual assault, rape is dependent on the perpetrator. He's an that person is an uncontrollable predator. Do you understand? When we address problems from the root cause, then we seek solutions because even if all women wear short skirts, they will still be raped. So since we know that that's the issue, why are we still preaching this false, this false gospel? Why are we preaching this false gospel? You know, um, yeah, when it comes to like rape, everyone is a suspect. Honestly, everyone is a suspect. There's no, there's no, he's a good man. He's a good man. You know, I know him. He's a good man. When a lady talks about her experience with you, see, let me not even get into this whole sexual assault with you. Let me not even get into it with you because if I tell you stories, you know, and the reason why I'm telling you stories is because um, I remember during the NSARS protest in Nigeria, my siblings and I had to actually sit my parents down and tell them stories. I have to tell them experiences because it's very easy for them. I don't know whether it's their generation or how they were taught or how Christianity was brought to them or I don't know, but they just they they believe things. I don't know, I don't know how to word it, but they are very lazy with evidence. They're very lazy with evidence. I think that, that that's the way I would put it. They're very lazy with evidence. Um so they are so so they say things like um it has never happened to us so it's not true so we have to tell them the story of our experiences individually and you know yeah they were like wow 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 so that's why i'm here putting my voice out as well and sharing my story as well and just making um women know that you're not alone this fight is for all of us and honestly this fight is good for our future daughters as well we're going to unlearn this um, this very toxic nature of purity culture. We will learn what true purity is. It starts from the heart. Even the Bible tells us about how God literally cares about our heart. Like sin is not just only about what you commit physically. It's even in the heart. So I should have to condemn anyone that you know might be having some vile thoughts. But submit those thoughts to the Lord. Before you get uncontrolled, before you become uncontrollable, because bruh, bruh. Anyway, let me just um, end on this note. Um, you're not alone, to the women. You're not alone. We will keep lending our voice till there's change. We will keep speaking up. We will keep calling people out till there's justice. Evil is evil evil is evil um, yeah i hope um you know we're able to maybe learn one or two things from this this is me gogo and i'm signing out bye guys
so we've come to the end of this episode thank you so much for sticking with me till the end you are a real g and i appreciate you okay remember it's always love and swag bye guys